0: This is ESPN Crick Info Bowl at Boix
1: Hello and welcome to the last episode of Bowl at Boix, but only of 2014. Another year has come to an end. Well, 2014 gave us a lot of memories such as uh, new T20 champions, a new ICC structure, a lot of engrossing test cricket as usual, and sadly It also took away a fine cricketer from us towards the end of the year. I'm Vishal Dixit, and I have with me Jeffrey Boycott. How's South Africa treating you, sir?
0: Lots of nice sunshine.
1: All right, that's a good way to end the year. And actually, the year has just ended with the latest news of uh, the retirement of MS Dhoni from Test cricket quite a surprise in the middle of the series and uh, so Jeffrey, I'll start the show by asking you how would you look back at MS Dhoni's test career as a player and as a captain both?
0: Personally I think he's been a phenomenal cricketer for India. To do the job as captain in all forms of the game and take the good times with the bad whenever his team has been playing well or, or have got beaten badly, he's never complained. He always keeps his cool under intense scrutiny when he's dealing with the media, when they're giving him cross-examination and they're giving him harsh questions. Uh, He always seems to be Mr. Cool. Never raises his voice. He always seems to be in control. Even if he isn't deep down, outwardly, he lets his players and the country of India know that uh, he's a man in charge, he's a proper leader, And on top of being such a good leader and captain, he's always kept well and battered well. His play, you know, for India has been enormous. And when you think of the amount of cricketer India play, with very little break, I think he's done fantastically well. I would never criticize him, because even sometimes I hear people saying, well, he isn't perfect, he doesn't do this or that. But what could he do? You all know, is perfect and his pluses as a captain and player far outweigh any minuses i can't think of any cricketer in the history of the game who has kept wicked being a highly successful batsman and captain and done it so successfully for so long in the three formats of the game uh it takes a strong character take on enormous stress and pressure and I take my hat off to him for an unbelievable performance over about six years he's been doing this in all forms I and when you look back at what uh, his teams have achieved, not just him it's his teams, but he's in charge he's the leader, he's the guy that pulls the strings you know, he took over the ODI in 2007, test captain 2008 and India won the T20, 2007, the World Cup in 2011, the Champions Trophy 2013, won the IPL twice with the Chennai Super Kings. It's a pretty good record, is that. Look, I remember him, if I had to pick one outstanding moment, I'd think of the World Cup of 2011, when it looked as if India were going to be a little bit in trouble with the ball turning, and you had a few left-handers and the ball turning away and he promoted himself up the order when he wasn't in great form. It took a lot of courage, a lot of knowledge, instinct, you might say, to say, hey, I'm the man, I'm the right-hander to go and play the Ospinners. And he made a fabulous 91 not out and got the man of the match and got India home. I know in Gambia played well, uh, but it was Dhoni's inspiration in the middle of the innings when... Mm, you might have gone under, I thought it was a fantastic achievement that, to have the strength of character to go in when he wasn't even playing that well. Look, I know being successful, and the star at cricket in India brings huge financial awards and lots of personal ad- adulation, but I think he's earned it all, and good luck to him.
1: Alright, let's take some questions from our readers now. The first one was sent by Kesha from India about New Zealand who also ended a great year for them. Five test wins, the highest they've ever had in a calendar year. They won the Boxing Day test in Christchurch by 8 wickets beating, beating Sri Lanka. The question is, New Zealand has played such phenomenal cricket this year. It has been a great story of their revival across formats. Players like McCullum, Williamson, Taylor, Saudi, Bolt, Craig etc have all contributed consistently to their winning run. Do you think this can be the year in World Cup given the home conditions. Also, should they consider to bring Jesse Ryder back into the mix to strengthen up the batting as he has amassed piles of runs in county cricket?
0: Well there's a lot of questions there but look, I've always had tremendous admiration for New Zealand cricket. So few people to select from, what about 5 million of them, and you think India's got 1.3 billion, hell, I mean they shouldn't even be the, the, the same the same playing field as them but they are and they always produce some very good cricketers and occasionally they produce some exceptional cricketers but always they have a team with competitive spirit and usually a very strong togetherness now I think a lot of this has come about I mean players make teams but I think captains can help pull it together and I think Brendan McCullough has done a marvellous job I, I watched him back when he was really a, a one-day specialist and a wicket-keeper. But I always thought that uh, he was a good batsman. I watched his footwork. I watched the way he, he was aggressive towards the spinners. And some people saw him, thought he was only a one-day batsman who could whack the ball out of the park for sixers. I didn't agree. I think he is aggressive. He can get on top of uh, moderate bowling or spin bowling, but he's very careful and selective in his aggression. I think he's an outstanding leader, who's got leadership skills, and he's got the players pulling as a team, and I think they, they, you're right. He has, they have a good chance of winning the World Cup. I don't think there's anybody in the world that, uh, that stands out and says, hey, we're the best team, we're the favourites, we can win it. I think there are quite a few teams. And it is important to be in good form when you go into a competition. And they are in good form, they're playing well. And they're very de- they are a very dangerous opponent for any country. One of their assets is they're a good field inside, very athletic. They have bowling options. They have different types of batsmen, from Williamson who's steady. to people like Taylor or Wackett, McCullum or Wackett. They have a subtle squad. And when you talk about picking Jesse Ryder to play in that, it will be a risk to select Jesse Ryder because he's a loose cannon. He is talented, yes, but if he gets into scrapes, altercations, troubles, like he usually does, then there will be lots of adverse publicity, and the media will have a fine old time discussing the bad boy of New Zealand cricket. And does New Zealand cricket need that? It's already playing well, it's got good players, it's settled in everything it does. Does it need Jesse Ryder To take their focus away from playing cricket. That's a tricky decision. There are a lot of pluses from playing somebody who's talented, but it could be a huge minus. Can he stay out of trouble for what? The week before the tournament starts, while they're practicing? Six matches in four weeks, then maybe the quarterfinals? He has a track record for a troubled life. And New Zealand cricket at the moment is on a high. It's doing well, the team is winning, the camaraderie is strong and it doesn't take much to upset the apple cart. Me, I'd leave him alone. I wouldn't need the risk and I don't I, I don't need the risk if I was the team but they may pick him but for me I wouldn't take the risk.
1: Alright let's take the next question. Adesh Sharma sent this from India who says uh, based on your viewing of Gautam Gambhir in England earlier this summer, Geoffrey, what do you reckon is or are his problems right now? Do you think he's better off focusing on the limited overs formats or he still can be a test opener?
0: For a period of time, he was a very good batsman. But now, in my opinion, he's lost it. He won't make it at test level again. He's vulnerable to the short ball from fast bowlers. And his his judgment to good bowling around off stump is flawed. Now, that's where the best bowlers bowl off stump, and they're always going to test you out with a few short balls, so those two areas are absolutely vital for an opening batsman in international test match cricket. He, He started nibbling at balls around off stump, and his footwork isn't as precise as it was. You've got to remember, he's 33 now, and once you've lost the ability, Know where are off stump is against the fast bowlers with a new ball, you will struggle to get it back if you're 33. Now, some of you are going to say, Oh, well, there have been players who've carried on playing until the 40s and whatever. I said, Yes, but they've never lost it. The Calluses, the tendulkers have been playing well all the time, and that's the difference. Once you lose it, trying to find it is like finding a needle in a haystack, it really is difficult. The footwork, the judgment, which used to be good, and it didn't quite get there, it didn't quite do it. It's a huge problem, and it's a task that many people have tried and failed. On slower pitches, against average bowlers with a new ball, he'll be okay. But the difference is in task cricket, you go abroad like in England, the ball moves all over the place, and people like Anderson and Broad can bowl, you go to Australia. You've got the South Africa, you've got the Dale Staines, the Morning Morkle. There are some fine bowlers around. And I, I believe the fast bowlers will make his life a misery if he opened in Test Match Cricket. T20, IPL, very different. He's an excellent player. You've got slow pitches in India, hardly any slips for edges, and therefore edges go for runs, which is great. You know, any nick that goes. Nobody catches it. Goes for runs. Everybody cheers. It's wonderful. You don't get out. You get runs. Slow bowlers sometimes open the bowling. Ah, uh, it's it's a different game altogether. He was a fine batsman, and he still is a fine batsman against spin and medium pace bowling. He's 97 in the World Cup of 2011, helped India win. He was impressive and a superb player. But I'm telling you, 33, what I saw in England, and I've seen him before that, I thought, sorry, it's gone. You've lost it. It won't be back.
1: That brings us to the last question of this episode. Stephen from Australia sent this one. He says, hi, Jeffrey, do you think the ICC will ever implement rules and regulations regarding the size of cricket bats? It seems that bats are getting bigger and bigger, making the contest more favorable to batsmen than bowlers. For instance, it seems that David Warner uses a tree stump instead of a bat which results in top edges that would normally be caught and they go, they go for six instead. What do you think?
0: I think your concern is right, it's correct. But look, I never expect anything from the ICC unless there is money in it for them. Every lover of cricket or every watcher of cricket around the world You know, every player even can see for themselves that a lot of international cricket today is so lopsided in favour of the batsman that it's not good for our game unless you're a natural batsman. There should always be a balance in cricket between bat and ball. And in one day cricket it's got worse. The bowlers now are just cannon fodder. They get slugged all over the park. You know, runs are on 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 the increase in fifty overs, twenty twenty. It's, it's an imbalance. On many test pitches today, they are so flat that bowlers shoot them all people out. The bats got bigger, you said, pitches have got flatter and better with preparation, smaller bounders, all help batsmen. And I say again, you're smart, it's a good question, but will they get round to it? Maybe one day, but it'll take them that long, you and I will be dead.
1: Okay, that's the end of this episode of Bullet Boyx. 2014 is over. 2015 waits us with a World Cup, and two weeks is what you have. Send in your questions, your feedback via feedback form, and Jeffrey Boycott will be back to answer as many as he can. Until then, enjoy the cricket. Goodbye, and good luck. You are listening to ESPN Crick Info.